everyone. My name is Charzad. Thanks so much for joining me on this conversation series where I talk to parents, teens, and educators about the harmful and potentially harmful effects of social media on teens. Today's conversation is a really heavy one as I am talking to a father who lost his son to a fentanyl overdose. Thanks for watching. Hi, Sam. Thanks so much for joining me today. My name is Sharzad. I don't think we officially met yet, but I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to talk to me. Uh, I know your story is really important and I'd love to hear it. Tell me about your son. Uh, so uh, our son, Sammy, was 16 years old and he was uh, shut in during the pandemic. And um, we thought the one benefit of that was that he was safe and sound in our home. Unbeknownst to us, uh, he had um, met a drug dealer on Snapchat and the dealer had this colorful menu and uh, different uh, emojis and choices. And uh, at the bottom, he said that uh, he delivers. And so our son ordered what he thought was a pharmaceutical, like a pizza over Snapchat mm -hmm. and uh, hopped the fence uh, at night, took delivery uh, in front of our house, apparently. Um, and uh, the pharmaceutical was not what it was said on the menu, but was um, fentanyl and it killed him. And I'm his, so sorry. Uh, Thank you. And his little brother found him on the floor, called us up. Uh, it was Super Bowl Sunday. We um, dialed 911. I tried to resuscitate him. It failed. The firemen showed up and they tried and failed. And um, we, uh, you know, told the police we, we should order another pill or something from this guy and he'll just come to our house and they said no don't do that and we said well you know get go to snapchat and find out you know who he is and uh they said snapchat doesn't reply to their requests uh they've stopped asking um and uh that was that's most of the story uh we started to uh warn other parents about it and one of my wife's instagram posts were read by the press and sort of uh, passed around and around and um eventually the police showed back up to investigate and uh snapchat ultimately relented and did help the police in our case um and they did find the person who sold the drugs uh, to our son. And the Los Angeles district attorney decided not to prosecute. So hmm. uh, we are one of those stories as well of the liberal prosecutors not taking the criminals off the street. Wow. I am so sorry to hear that uh, about all of it. Um, I want to talk about how how much about social media did you know before this happened? Had you been online? Did you know about Snapchat? Like what was your personal relationship with social media before that? 
Right. So I'd never been on Snapchat or TikTok. I thought of those as for kids. Uh, We had warned our kids not to put nudie pictures up there. We thought that was the big risk. Um, It turns out there are all sorts of things about Snapchat that we had no idea, including a locator device so people can see exactly where your child is. It's super dangerous platform. We've spoken to the CEO of Snapchat after our son died and asked him to allow parent monitoring software onto the platform. He said that he couldn't do that because of privacy concerns, uh, which felt sort of ridiculous because what privacy a child gets is up to the parents um, and Snapchat sort of getting in the way of uh, that privacy right now. And um, parent monitoring software would fix the problem because uh, uh, if your child was looking at a drug emoji or typing the word suicide, the parent would be notified and you could go have a conversation. We, we were very much in the dark. We were adult social media users ourselves, but uh, not on the gaming platforms, which are also of great concern regarding children because they also, um, some of the biggest ones, won't allow parent monitoring software on. And people are grooming children. Adults are grooming children on those gaming platforms forms just like they're doing on social media in fact it's almost more dangerous because they're playing games with them and two or three weeks after being their friend in quotes uh, having played hours of games together they feel like they know each other and it turns out it's some 45 year old pedophile not not a child at all or someone who's trying to get your daughter into sex trafficking or um you know drug dealers uh all sorts of things are on those platforms as well. Um, so we did speak to the people in charge. Uh, they were not helpful. They are still not helpful. Snapchat treats this like a PR problem. Uh, we told him, uh, Evan Spiegel, the CEO, that uh, he was going to have to choose between you know, making money and uh, having his soul tainted with all of the deaths that are happening on this platform while he makes the money. And that to us is the only measure that counts. You know, um, if the, if the deaths of children via Snapchat continue to go up, it, it doesn't matter what functionality they put in place that's supposed to help with the situation. The results are all that matter. Right. Jeez. I didn't I didn't know that about Snapchat. And I like to think I'm pretty savvy on social media because I myself have been on there for a while. But there's such an underbelly of just darkness with with the apps. But it sounds like Snapchat is particularly awful because they don't allow any parental controls. So anybody can just go on, order drugs, deliver to their house. And now I'm realizing that so many drugs are laced with fentanyl. I, I mean, this was not a problem when I was growing up, like nobody, you know, if you overdose it's because you took way too many of one drug, not because it was laced with something deadly. I'm so sorry you've gone through this. And I know that you are taking this horrible pain and grief and using it for purpose to help warn other parents. So I'd love to hear some advice you have for uh, parents. 
right? Well, until they allow parent monitoring software on these platforms, there's not much we can do. What, what we've boiled down is that as a quick pro quo for having the devices, your children need to give you their username and passwords for all their platforms and their devices. And you can parent differently based on what kind of person you are and what kind of child you have, uh, be it the kid doesn't come home at one in the morning uh, and you know how to check in now and where to check up or uh, you have a kid who has a drug problem and you need to check regularly you know um, uh, we're still the ones that pay for the devices and we can use that control uh, to at least get some visibility into what's going on on Snapchat of course the uh, snaps as they're called disappear after uh, they're sent um, so that's what makes the kids feel safe doing all the dirty stuff. Of course, everyone knows about a screen grab. And as long as you do a screen grab while the snap is up, uh, it, it, it's around forever. So, um, you know, a parent can't do that. But some nefarious uh, person who's trying to con your kid or, boy, you know, um, one of the really strange ones that they do on Snapchat is uh, uh, some adult will want to pay for a picture of your kid's feet. Yeah. And it is, um, it's, it's a, a financial con. So what they do is they, is they tell the kid they're going to pay them a thousand dollars. Right. And uh, they send them accidentally $1,500 in a check that won't clear and they get the kids send back a $500 check that will clear right. or somehow pay with a credit card. So, um, you know, it seems like innocent and free money to some kid. It's my feet. It's not going to make mom or dad angry. Right. And it turns out it's a financial con. Oh, God, it sounds like the job of parents is just getting significantly harder. And there's like less and less control we have over these I call a lot of the social media apps just beasts that are untamable. Um, I'd also like to know if you have advice for teens um, in case a teen happens to stumble upon this episode. Well, so um, when our generation grew up, one could experiment at, uh, with recreational drugs and not die from it. And that is no longer the case. So if you're taking a pill from someone or something that doesn't have your name on it and it's not from your doctor, there's a chance you will die. Uh, also, they're lacing cocaine and marijuana with fentanyl. So there is no safe drug that you can take that doesn't come out of a bottle from your doctor. Uh, I think that all families should have Narcan at home just in case. Uh, if you have a teen um, and you believe there's absolutely no chance they'll try marijuana, then maybe you don't need Narcan at home. Well, you're probably wrong about that. You should buy it anyway. But if you have a teen and there's any chance they're going to experiment or, or smoke a joint one day, it could be lethal. It, nowadays, if it doesn't come from a state dispensary, any marijuana cigarette can kill you. That's a crazy thought considering I experimented with everything when I was growing up. And yeah, that was not a concern that it was laced with anything. Right. So the um, fentanyl is the bullet and social media is the gun that is delivering the bullet to our children. Uh, 
the leading cause of death in the United States is now fentanyl poisoning. It's not COVID or heart attacks. And um, teens need to watch out. They are prime targets for these dealers. Uh, they're getting them young. Uh, if the fentanyl doesn't kill them, it hooks them for life. It's more addictive than heroin, uh, stronger than heroin. And so uh, use it once and you're a great customer for life. Uh, it's also very compact. So they're muling it across the southern border, uh, which is basically an, an open wound for our nation now. And then it's being distributed uh, throughout the different cities in the country. And the people are dying from it, as as you would expect. China makes the fentanyl. Um, uh, Mexico makes it into fake narcotics and uh, brings it into the United States. And then Snapchat is just a free for all to prey on every innocent teenager who is just looking to escape for a little bit. So many social media platforms are involved. Yeah. Facebook is used to get drivers, uh, young adults to come drive the migrants to the drug labs, to the cities with the drugs after they've been to the drug labs. Uh, the uh, cartels are paying good money for this sort of thing. Um, so Facebook's being used for that. Snapchat is being used to solve the last mile problem along with Instagram's instant messaging service so uh, all platforms are are involved in some way and i believe they all have the technology to stop it if they should choose so in a perfect world what would you like to see the apps do two things one is uh, to allow parent monitoring software on like bark uh, right. parents can download bark at bark.us um, and the other thing is to shut down the profiles that are engaged in drug dealing, sex trafficking, uh, bullying is another one. What do you think like the biggest takeaway is from this experience that you really want people to know about? that social media is uh, dangerous. There are very positive forces uh, uh, that come into your child's life with social media, but addiction, uh, bullying, drug abuse, sex trafficking, all of these things have a home in social media as well. And parents need to uh, be involved. You, you can't shut it out. It's, it's omnipresent now if you're a kid. Um, but you have to find a way to educate yourself, to understand what the different drug emojis are, the languages that are being used, the technologies that are being used, and the organizations like the Organization for Social Media Safety that can educate you on how to protect your children. Do you think there's like a certain age where you should start having these hard conversations with your kids? For example, I have an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. Do you think... It do you think that I could talk to them about this now? They're, they're not online. They don't have their own accounts or anything like that. But do you think there's like an appropriate age? Right. So as soon as they go on to the social media platforms, that's when. Yeah. And so um, the Organization for Social Media Safety has uh, 
uh, instructions on what to do when they start. So you start with a, a, a culture of blocking and reporting. If there are any uh, sexual content or drug related content that comes to your child, um, if they're online, it's bound to happen. You have to let them know it's bad. You have to let them know how to block, teach them how to block and how to report to the platform. And that will set up uh, the knowledge that it's wrong and a culture of resisting it. Do you think like in your experience that most parents are, are pretty blindsided in general, like maybe they weren't on social media or they, they don't have personal accounts of their own, like other parents that this has happened to? Do you think in general they're just really just shocked that this could all come from a social media app? Yes, I do. I, I think that parents are in the dark. I know we were in the dark. And that's why the work of the Organization for Social Media Safety is so important, because people have no other place to find out what could happen to them. Uh, you hear horror stories on the news, but if you want you know, to know what to do about it, you need a website you can go to that's going to teach you some tricks like uh, socialmediasafety.com. Have you met a lot of parents that are grieving? the same sort of loss as you it seems like it's yes. happening everywhere when, when it happened to us we were flooded with other parents who were experiencing the same thing we set up a, 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 a group for them on Facebook called Parents for Safer Children, and there are now 13,000 members. And if you go there, you'll see all the different stories and all the different faces of children who didn't make it. And um, social media is at the heart of most of these stories. Wow. Um, well, thank you so much, Sam. I really appreciate you. And I hope our paths cross someday in real life. Thank you. All right. Take, take care. care. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode. As always, I encourage you to check out the Organization of Social Media Safety website so that you can learn more about how to keep your kids safe online and to remind you that there's an incredible super course for parents so that you can really understand everything that's happening on social media and be prepared. Um, you can find a link to that in the description or you can find the link in the show notes. And that's all for today. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.